Are you bored living a mediocre life? We were too, and we know how to change that. Each week, we'll leave our comfort zones to explore a new topic, then step onto our soapboxes, a safe space to sound off on our latest adventure. Come explore with us. All opinions are welcome. This is a mindset. This is a lifestyle. This is Siren Soapbox. Hello, fellow explorers. Thank you for diving in and exploring with us. We're on a mission to explore beyond comfort zones because no one ever grew within the confines of a comfort zone. We believe exploration is for everyone. It can take place anywhere, no matter your location or situation. And we made exploring even easier with our pre-dive episodes like the one you're listening to now. So many ways to explore. Pick one today and experience life outside your comfort zone. Why is this crazy show called a pre-dive? Well, we're all divers. And for a lot of our adventures, even out of the water, we say dive in. So this format is to give you a plan for what to do during your adventure. This way, before we record, if this is something that piques your interest or better yet, something that gets you outside your comfort zone, you'll know how to explore alongside with us. And we're hoping it gets you even more excited about our challenge episodes. Instructions and links are in the podcast description. If you have any questions or any stories you'd like to share with us, email them to sirensoapbox at gmail.com. And you could be featured on the recording of that show. We'll be setting up the month of February, and there is a lot to get into, so let's dive in. But first, if at any time the conversation gets too intense, the safe word is... Mango! Mango! Mango. (laughs) First episode to prepare for is... Duolingo. So... The first episode we're going to prepare for is Duolingo. Uh, we we believe that anyone can learn a language with Duolingo. This is what they say on their website. Their free bite-sized lessons feel more like a game than a textbook, and it's easy, or I'm sorry, more like a game than a textbook, and that's by design. Learning is easier when you're having fun, but Duolingo isn't just a game. It's based on a methodology proven to foster long-term retention and a curriculum aligned to an international standard. So let's explore how language learning happens with Duolingo. What do you guys think about this one that we've been doing for months? Uh, we are already day streak. <laughs> That's awesome, Jess. Did anybody consider saying no to this one? No. 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 No to no. Yeah, same. Um, Not very much outside my comfort zone, except for some things, which I will talk about next week when we record. All right. Ooh, I'm curious. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with this one, and I can't wait to record about it either. I am a little disappointed that Duolingo said that they're too busy to talk to us. I know. That makes me so sad. I mean, isn't oh. all the language already done? I mean... <laughs> What all, what all you guys got to do over there? We're all, all they really need to have employed is people to keep the servers running at this point, right? There's, no, gotta, ro- there's no room for improvement. You got to feed the oh. cute little owl. They could add more <laughs> languages. I, I was being facetious. And they do holiday themes and stuff like that. I was being facetious. 
I think that they're always making it better. Yeah. Yeah. I just would like if they, you know, because I wanted to do Filipino and that wasn't an option. So it'd be nice if they uh, add more languages. How many, how many people did you recommend it to throughout the course of your learnings? Like, almost everyone, almost number. everyone I had a casual conversation with. I'd be like, oh, by the way, I'm learning Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I will I say that, Mer. <laughs> my entire family is doing it now almost every single day. And I do feel bad for Brian, Mer's friend, because there's been a couple of challenges that we've done together. And he has definitely carried the weight for all of us. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, that's his, that's his video game. That's what he does on his phone. And I, I want to apologize to Brian now because I'm sure he's going to listen. <laughs> yes, I haven't paid attention to how many people I've talked to about it, but it's been a lot. Every time anyone saw me doing it or anytime we talked about languages in general, or sometimes I throw something out there in Spanish. But I would like to point out that this is probably one of those message messenger chats that we've used the most. And I've shared things to it a thousand times and i'm only just now seeing that uh we're recording this next week <laughs> well isn't that in the isn't that the name of the chat exactly my, point. exactly my point every time i pull it up it says bright bright and bold oh 1, 30 23 it's here <laughs> already it went fast it did i honestly thought I would be speaking Spanish by now and know a lot more than I do, but yeah. mm -hmm. I did, a, I did mine a, a lot. Oh my gosh. I did mine a lot when I went to bed and realized I hadn't done it that day. And so there are certain words that Dino picked up that we would use in conversation like cansado because, which is tired in Spanish. <laughs> or escuela just the words that are the most fun to say but no i'm not really speaking it or we would be somewhere and like puerto rico and he'd be like did you understand what they just said like, i picked up three words <laughs> hey that's good yeah i would go to i would go to bed and ben would be like did you do your hawaiian today i'm like oh crap pull it up and do it and then he, or he would ask are you hawaiian yet like when you finish it does that mean you're hawaiian <laughs> like i don't i don't think so babe i don't think that's how that works bud i don't, I don't think so <laughs> i'd have a much better time understanding people speaking spanish if i could hit that same slow button that they have when you have to listen to something and repeat and, and translate it you know how you can just listen to it and then you've got that turtle that you can hit that makes them talk really slowly mm -hmm. i'm like excuse me where is that turtle button on you because you're talking way too fast <laughs> yeah see i'm usually looking for the rabbit button to get people to speed up at least in my own language well yeah yeah well let's not dive too deep into this topic. yeah so we have something to talk about next week so sirens we have to be ready next week on the 30th and our listeners, this will air on February 3rd. I'll be recording in St. Croix. Lucky. Whoop, whoop. That's awesome. You'll use me there too, Tracy? <laughs> oh, what? Oh, did you hear that snort? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we all heard it. That was fantastic. Oh, geez. Right. It was adorable. Thank you. Thanks, Jess.
Next up on the docket, we have fairy tales. Laura Lewis Barr has been studying fiction and nonfiction storytelling since childhood. She's an award-winning writer and filmmaker, and she teaches storytelling to business leaders and job seekers. Before she earned her MA in theater, Laura was a graduate student in clinical psychology. In 2019, Laura began, wow, Laura began, began, (laughs) she began making stop motion films focused on fairy tales. Her award winning, maybe Mer should have done this one too. Uh, Her award winning films are seen in festivals all around the world. All right. So we, I don't think anybody knows a whole lot about this. So what's your initial thoughts? Yes. Or Magno. Well, I watched some of the videos already. They're interesting. I mean, they're interesting. It's got to take a lot of talent to do stop motion. Mm-hmm. So what's our talent challenge? And time. Yeah. Lots of time. Yeah. So it looks like there, does she use Barbies or does she, or is that just this particular yes. video? All of them. And they do, she does some really weird things with them. Like what is, what's really cool is how their face is not their face anymore. It's like a plasticine face or a Play-Doh face because it really, yes. Oh yeah. Wow. That's very detailed. No. (laughs) Oh, look who got her mermaid. That's right. I was thinking, so for our challenge, we have to watch Laura's film, The Linguist, which is based on the original Brothers Grimm tale. So we have to watch Laura's version of the Brothers Grimm tale, watch the Brothers Grimm tale, kind of compare and contrast. And then for the added challenge, we're going to try stop motion videography for ourselves. (laughs) Now, what do you guys think about the challenge? (laughs) I said very time consuming to do the stop. Yeah. So what what do we have to do? Like a 30 second film? Let's aim for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Is long. What should we aim for? 15, 20 seconds, 20 seconds. We can do 20 seconds. But I like, we can't do it with these because you can't pose these. Yeah. But you could, like, I don't know, move them around. We could use clay. I had some students do, I had some students do um, one of these films and they used clay. Sure, you can even use your own body and take pictures or somebody else's. You should make Bill pose for you. I love that plan. What kind of movie can I make? Mm -hmm. No. A a movie we can all watch. Yes. Listen, Sara, we have an explicit rating, but we don't want any of that shit on this podcast. He's my he's my brother, so if we could just keep it PG thirteen. Sure about to mang no right out of this. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got so much clay laying around this house. I could totally do this in clay. I think clay would be easiest personally. Oh, well, maybe we can. Gotta... Maybe we could put our stop motion videos up on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Since that's my new obsession, getting Patreon up and running. Well, Tracy, if you have Clay down in St. Croix, we can work on that next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I had my kids do it. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Can I commission one of Tracy's kids to t- do this for me? If they well, have let's... experience. 
Does it? There is a link that I put on here, and we'll make that available to everybody on how to stop motion. So, I mean, Jess, you could be the next award-winning stop motion. Dude, Jess, you motion might not picture even, person. might not even know. This is a hidden talent of yours, I bet. Exactly. Put Gumby and Pokey all over again. <gasps> I forgot about them. I know. When you said clay, I was like, like Gumby. Mm-hmm. Forgot about them. I am this interested. It would be helpful to have my nieces nearby so I could use their toys. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm interested to see how she uses storytelling to teach business leaders. Oh, yeah. That's, I am curious about that as well. Mm -hmm. That would be a question for her. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. All right. Should we move on to the next one? Yeah. Um, The fun habit. Remember back in August 2021 when we all went to michaelrucker.com and took the fun type quiz to see if we were either an enthusiast, a free spirit, pathfinder, or socializer. And then we evaluated a day in our week to see where our activities um, fell on the play model. And if we had more activities in the uh, yielding and agonizing quadrant or if the pleasing and or in the pleasing and living quadrant. So all that to say, (laughs) Mike's book, The Fun Habit, How the Pursuit of Joy and Wonder Can Change Your Life is officially out. Woohoo! Woohoo! And he sent us all copies. So and, excited. Uh, I know. I'm so excited about this one, too. So that would be our challenge to read the fun habit. Well, there's a little more, but what do you guys think? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so what is, do we know what this challenge means? I'll see the challenge could be any kind of edge work each of us finds fun. I can further explore that concept with you and everyone before the show. Also, here's a good post about it. I guess it's a blog post. I don't know what edge work is yet. I was going to wait until this very moment to dive into that article with you guys. I mean, the only edge work I have ever heard of is, once again, not appropriate for this (laughs) podcast. I was... (laughs) I was thinking gardening, but... (laughs) I mean, there are I was thinking of a different kind of bush. There are... (laughs) (laughs) There are edges and gardens, so let's see. Let's look it up. Guessing we're not painting walls and edging in. <laughs> I mean, unless you find that fun, maybe. Tracy knows how much fun. I love that. I, like I love painting. I, on painting. Yeah, I don't like the edge. I love painting, though. I do. I Give like me a pre-taped edge. wall and set me loose. The concept of edge work incorporates the notion that voluntary risk-taking activities are about exploring the edges that exist along cultural boundaries. These boundaries may include those between sanity and insanity, consciousness and unconsciousness, and life and death. Whoa. So they have a picture of a dude base jumping. I think that's what it's called when you like um, skydive off of a, of a high oh, rise. Yeah. yeah. So that's, for me, this would be like repelling or something ridiculous that scares the shit out of me. That's his well, challenge to us, huh? Well, to explore what kind of edge work you do. So like we've done, we've all five done motorcycles before. Some of us more than others. Some of us have done fire eating, fire dancing. I mean, that could be a cultural boundary. So you know how some books that we've been reading, they're kind of succinct, easy to get through. This says um, small writing. Mm. Oh, crap. Uh, I think it's also on Kindle too. So you can make the words bigger. I was just thinking as far as 
how long it's gonna take um yeah i was like i better start that like tonight (laughs) Edgework is on page 41 though okay Okay. um yeah you know what i gotta tell you we've been a little well at least i feel like i've been a little spoiled with not having to do a whole lot of prep work for these episodes and now we have a couple coming up i'm like i gotta work again (laughs) i know It's all going to be fun, though, so I'm excited about it. All right, the fun habit. I'm writing all these down so that I have them on my to-do list. Well, this is weird. When you put the fun habit in Amazon, it comes up Kindle, Audible, hardcover, and then after, like, five seconds, Audible disappears. I wonder if Mike Michael Rucker needs a female Midwestern Mm. voice to record his audiobook for him. should definitely ask him. For sure. All right. So the deadline for the siren. So we're re- recording that on Galentine's Day, February 13th. Ooh. And it'll be released on February 17th. It's not disappearing off of mine. It's not? Mm-hmm. Did you download it on Audible, Elsie? Like, maybe that's why? I don't think I did, but let me pull up Audible. Ooh, February the 17th is Friday the 17th, which is unlucky in Italy. Oh, that's right. So, all right, this is a story for all of our listeners who don't follow us on social media. One of our listeners said on commented on one of our Friday the 13th posts, one of our followers, and said that in Italy, the number 17 is considered unlucky and 13 is considered lucky. And Siren Murr, that's me, said, oh, that's interesting. Murr should probably know that since she's learned Italian. And wants to visit there. And then Elsie changed it immediately and said, yeah, this came up in our research. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally in the opening of the episode. And I I was there when we recorded it live. And I listened to it when I edited the show. And I still forgot about it. I was there. So if I pull up the Audible app, it is in fact on Audible. So if you guys prefer to listen while you're driving or whatever. I'm glad you said that, TC. Glad you said it, Elsie. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I'm just kidding. (sighs) (sighs) Oh, and uh, Michael Rucker. Does he go by Mike or Michael? I know his website's Michael, but I think we called him Mike, right? We called him Mike, and I think it's also Mike on his book. Oh, okay. His book says Mike. Okay. So our first episode with him was episode 40. You should check it out if you choose to do so ahead of time. Yeah, link is in the description. Our next episode is Failure Equals Feedback. Anne Linner is a premier life strategist who specializes in helping teenagers and adults to build strong and supportive family relationships. By addressing the root cause, which holds people back, Anne Linner removes any and all excuses and replaces them with reasons and opportunities. Ann Leonard went through a few hardships in life, like abandonment by her father, an alcoholic mother, insomnia for two and a half years, a suicide attempt at age 19, chronic back pain, and migraines for 27 years of her life, obesity, non-alcoholic liver hepatitis, poverty, and a depressed child. Her philosophy is simple. Master the game of life so you'll never have to be trapped in pain and hurt again. We'll be diving into failure equals feedback. Yeah, that all sounds very depressing. But as I was reading that, I'm like, oh my gosh, it keeps going. Yeah, 
I mean, this is all about how she overcame this and is super positive now, right? So we're going to be reading Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. And then she also gave us an article, which we'll link in the description, on the 30 causes of failure. So we're not going to learn about her life from reading Napoleon Hill's book, obviously, but um, I'd love to ask her more questions about her experience. Shoot, she should write a book. Yeah, when I read it, I didn't think it sounded depressing. I thought it sounded empowering. Um, And I also wondered if everybody in the world, if you chose to do this, could come up with a list of quote unquote horrible things that you have lived through or made it through or overcome hardships. I guess they're called hardships in in our opening. So that's an excellent point. If you choose to focus on all the negative things, you can come up and we could all it it all look different, but we could all probably come up with a long list. Yeah, the reason that I um, that I'm saying that is one time I was telling somebody, somebody who uh, pointed out my whole rainbows and sunshine outlook, and I was like, well, I know that I've been pretty blessed and had an easygoing life and things have always kind of gone my way. And then this person said, well, actually, and they started listing stuff. And I was like, huh. I would never think to list any of those things as part of my history, but yeah, they are all there. They just don't, they don't even really occur to me. I don't know. It's just an interesting thing. I wonder. It is an interesting perspective. I wonder if she's going to have the same philosophy too, because she's saying failure equals feedback. I mean, obviously she's turned it around and made a a positive out of it and she isn't trapped in pain and hurt according to her intro. Yeah, she says, it says she removes any and all excuses and replaces them with reasons and opportunities. And all of that sounds empowering to me. Yeah, I agree with all of that. I think it was like the list of things that she, the hardships was like, that's what I focused on as Elsie was reading. I'm like, dang, it's mm-hmm. a lot. You said there was a printout for this as well? Or there, or- yeah, there is a link and that will be listed in the episode and in your uh, group chat <laughs> and in your group chat that the listeners don't have an opportunity to see, but right. Poor listeners, but you can go to the description of this episode and get it. Yeah. Or become a siren yourself. You first, you have to become female or send if us you're an, not already. Send us, send us an email and we'll send it to you. Well, that's a good point. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> send us a card to the post office box and then yeah let's communicate via mail (laughs) we're more excited about our p.o box than our email address or website (laughs) (laughs) going back to a simpler time send us stuff physically (laughs) yeah we'll put our new p.o box on our website on the contact us page in case you want to send us fun things and in this description link (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be everywhere everywhere all right so I, i i'm excited about this episode yeah. Um, TC, I, I'm thinking about your what you said about your life being all rainbows and sunshine, except when it's not through at least this person's eyes at times. I'm not saying always, but at times. Um, and it's interesting to think about the story that you would tell if you were challenged to tell the story of your life. What would what would that story look like? And what would it include and exclude? And I don't know, it's just fascinating to think about. Yeah, it is. I mean, I know my story would include a lot of my friends and people that I've met along the way and adventures. 
and the random stuff that I became obsessed over and did to the nth degree, but it wouldn't be about the things that I don't even think about when I think about my life story. Yeah. I, I wonder if we could do some, I don't know, maybe it'll be a mystery episode sometime. Like there's gotta be an article about that. What do you think of when you think about your life story and what does that say, or what can you learn from that? I don't know, but I have n never forgotten that discussion with that friend of mine when I was like, yeah, I've been pretty blessed, I guess. So are you saying like yeah. you have no regrets or that you don't no, see I'm them saying, as hurt? You just don't think of it at all? I Yeah, I don't. They don't. They're not on the forefront when I think about my life history. Like Mer just said, if I sat down and wrote, hey, here's a synopsis of my life history. There are a lot of things that I that are part of my life history that it wouldn't even occur to me to include. Not that I not that I pretend they didn't happen because they were they were growth opportunities, but I, I, I don't, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Well, thank God, because if you had all the answers, we wouldn't have a podcast about being curious. <laughs> the TC has all the answers. That's right. <laughs> and this week with TC has all the answers. <laughs> well, first, this is this and that is that. And then. Bibbidi <laughs> bop. And the answer is 42. That's right. That is a one direction in my head now. Hmm. Story of my life. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of singing, um, I, <laughs> I went to sing karaoke on Friday with a, my friend Jenny and her husband, Mark. And I sang What's Up by Four Non Blondes and fucking killed it i just want you guys to know that it was amazing and then jenny and i got up later together to sing wagon wheel and it was like i was seeing that song for the first time and it was super <laughs> ridiculous and funny and embarrassing but did you not know the lyrics i guess not like it was i don't know what happened mark said Jenny can karaoke and you can karaoke, but you and Jenny can't karaoke together. <laughs> Apparently you cannot create a band and go on the road. That's a bummer. That was my whole life plan. Is there <laughs> video evidence of this? Not oh, of no, the really the video. Not of the really bad version. Oh well, I want to see the good version. They're marked recorded about 10 seconds of it because there was a dude behind he was standing there behind every person that was up there singing having the time of his life just dancing and headbanging and he was totally getting into it so mark was like this is, that's hilarious that's what he's taking the video of mostly have the other sirens karaoke before so sarah has tc has jess has not <laughs> I used to. That used to be the thing to do in high school. <laughs> I love that. I never did it in high school. I think I've only done it one time and it involved, it was late in the evening. That's what I'll say. It was late in the evening. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely need some, some adult beverages. So I and liquid courage. <laughs> yes. I don't want to spoil everyone's plans for October, but World Singing Day happens in October, and I feel like we should all be challenged to host a pop-up karaoke somewhere. Third year's a charm? 
Yeah. Like, like I could go down to Smale Park with a speaker and a microphone and be like, let's get this party started and see if I can get random strangers to sing karaoke. That'd be kind of fun. Right? Tracy hates me. I can tell. You can tell by the body language right now. She's so far away from the computer. I don't have random strangers. <laughs> like, That's okay. Uh, you, It would be... It would be fun to have a pop-up karaoke at school with all the kids. I know. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be a good that time. Fun. Or Let's while go you to travel. one of the resorts. Go to one of the resorts where there's a bunch of tourists. <laughs> you could uh, wait like by the dock wherever the cruise ship comes in and try yeah. to get cruise ship people to sing karaoke with you. Or try and sneak on the cruise ship and do karaoke <laughs> on the cruise ship. Don't get stuck though. <laughs> Or arrested. (laughs) I'm going to miss Monday's episode. It has nothing to do with the fact that, um, I mean, I did the challenge. I carry with the strangers. However, I am now down in. I'm now on my way to Bermuda. I'm in in St. Bart's and. (laughs) Or you're in jail and your one phone call is to record the episode. (laughs) I think that those jail phones only give you like 10 minutes. (laughs) Well, you, you gotta get on your be. soapbox. <laughs> Let's go, real quick. Oh. All right. Well, that went off. I was gonna say that went off the rails. But that was a really fun conversation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I am excited to record this, and we're gonna be sirens. will be recording on um, February twentieth, and it will be released on February twenty fourth. For and failure, you clear- get feedback, not karaoke. Yeah. Not okay. exactly. To be clear, this is not a karaoke episode <laughs> yet. Although you know what, I just had a conversation with Dino. I'm just looking at it and says her philosophy is simple: master the game of life. He has never played the game of life. <gasps> what? I yeah. Wait, I don't know that I have. I've done Monopoly. Game of life is where you like. Isn't there a car and you you're have little yes. cars and you have little people and yeah. you put your little people. I don't think that I've played that. And you know what? Wow. I don't have it. What? All right, this is Can all. Can you fit that? Ridiculous. Can you fit that in your luggage, Sarah? Sure, sure. I mean, in reality, you would only need to. You don't need to take the box because we could put all the pieces in a baggie, and you could just like the board itself is know. thin. No, no, it's huge. I know. I'll just order it on Amazon. <laughs> when you when you have like a display shelf of games, you can't see, have a not, not only do not I a box. Wanna, would you say you can't have not a box? I wanted to say. Would you say I couldn't hear you because I was already talking? Oh shit! <laughs> no, mom and dad are fighting again. DC's getting tired. <laughs> I want to get like an original one. So I'm going to actually go on eBay instead of Amazon and try to get an old school game of life and just hope all the pieces are there. Yeah, that'd be fun. When I was little, I used to like to play with the cars and the people and not necessarily play the game, but just like play the game and the game I made up. It wasn't really a game. It was more like house. I don't know. Where were my dolls? Why did my mom buy me dolls? She was busy doing stop motion with them. That's right. I have the game that I, from way back when, I mean, the 80s when I was playing it, and I just want you to know, if I did not roll or twirl and get to be the doctor, I was pissed off the entire game. Hmm. I love that. 
keep that in mind when you play with RTC. Mm -hmm. I love that you grew up to be the doctor. No. So are we going to have to play the game of life before this episode now? I think we definitely should. Mm. Adding it. I think, I think yeah, that might have been one of the ones I got rid of before I moved. We only mm. kept a couple of our games. I, I wonder if there's an online version. Yeah, we're going to the library or something. There's an online version of every game. I have to do some research on that one. But probably not tonight because we're probably out of time. Yeah. So... I, um, I love, hold on quick. I just love that LC said, I'm going to have to do some research on that one. And I'm like, I'm buying it right now. I bought it. <laughs> Add to cart. Sound like a daring a explorer, little... TC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. A research uh, explore. Yeah, I, I, maybe I had you wrong, Elsie. I mean, we do plan <laughs> a lot and research a lot in my household. Yeah. Same, same with me and Mark. So spoiler listeners, eventually there's going to be a quiz and you'll find out what type of explorer you are too. It's mm. in the works. So excited. I can't wait to, I can't wait to publish that. Elsie's worked very hard on it and it's super impressive. This is the one that I have. It's kind of like this. Oh, cool. Oh, that's They're very, very different super old. now. That's some 80s clothing right there. Well, it sounds like uh, we've got lots of exploring to do, ladies. Heck yeah. Sirens. I'm going to stop calling you guys ladies. I'm going to start calling you sirens. I like it better. So Same. anyway, thank you, fellow explorer, for listening to this episode. Check out the description for all the links you need to explore right alongside us. And we hope that you'll leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening. I will even bribe you with stickers if you do. Just send us a screenshot of that review or five-star uh, rating and I'll pop some stickers in the mail to you. You can also reach us via email at sirensoapbox at gmail.com or on our website, www.sirensoapbox.com. And until next time, dive in, stay curious and be happy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox and a special thank you to C-Strings for providing our music. Snag their latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the Sirens on all the social medias and don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.